this thing on? Because it's getting ready to be on. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Bell Ringer. My name is Greg. Your guest name today is Stephen Tucker, president and CEO of the Northland Workforce Training Center. Stephen was on a while ago as a podcast guest, and he's back today to talk about how you take hands-on learning in manufacturing and the energy sector and bring it virtual during the COVID pandemic. We cover a lot of other topics along with their general progress over the last two to three years. Awesome episode. Great community leader. Thanks for listening. Thank you very much for being with us today. One of our few uh, repeat guests. So welcome back to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So uh, how have you been doing through all this? Um, you know, obviously it's, it's quite different and a lot of us are home. So how are you hanging in there? Um, personally, I'm hanging in pretty well. Um, my family, my wife and I, everybody's safe and healthy. And um, as far as the Northern Workforce Training Center, uh, we followed the lead of Governor Cuomo and uh, we are now working remotely, supporting our students through distance learning, as well as providing the uh, wraparound services and career coaching to our students. And we actually just wrapped up the semester uh, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, we were impacted, you know, somewhat in terms of our completion rate, but we still had about 50 students graduate, uh, which we are very excited about. And how does such like a, a hands-on learning experience go remote and go virtual? What were the kind of struggles that you had to get over? It was very challenging um, because, as you know, um, 80% of our program, you know, and it was designed that way, uh, was to be delivered hands-on in a lab. You know, the programs that we offer at Northland Workforce Training Center currently, mechatronics technicians, welding, electrical, along with the team two technology, um, you have to be in the in the lab to really apply what you learn in the classroom. So it was difficult, uh, but we were able to purchase some software, some simulators um, that will support our students via distance learning. But at the end of the day, we did provide our students with a couple of options to meet their lab requirements. One was on-the-job training from previous experience, or we helped our students obtain employment and they can get their lab work in through on-the-job training with new employment, um, as well as we opened up our labs for the, the last two weeks of the semester. So we actually had about 12 welding students uh, come and complete their labs in the facility. Uh, we, we aligned our strategy and guidelines with social distancing and wearing masks and temperature checks, everything that we're doing now for COVID-19. But um, it did present a challenge and I think it also impacted some of the students because these students, they actually chose Northland and Alfred State College as well as uh, SUNY Erie because of the hands-on. So some of them were kind of impacted, but overall I think we made it through pretty good. Right, and that's actually a good point. For those that don't know, or maybe didn't listen to the, the first time you were on, just generally, like you said, 50 people graduated. What are those folks graduating with? Um, you know, you mentioned the programs, but the degrees at Alfred and SUNY and kind of tell people about that collaboration. So the whole foundation of the Northland Workforce Training Center is a uh, collaborative approach. Uh, we are the signature workforce initiative under Governor Cuomo's uh, Buffalo Billion. The whole reason why we exist is because we're protected to need to fill about uh, 20,000 job openings in the advanced manufacturing and energy sector in the next five to 10 years, mainly due to retirements. Both of those industry sectors have an aging workforce and a non-existent pipeline 
then people are just not interested or aware of outstanding careers that we have available in West New York in advanced manufacturing and energy. So Northland launched in 2018. We partnered with two SUNY universities, SUNY Erie, as well as SUNY Alfred State College. And we currently offer four programs, a one-year certificate program in mechatronics, uh, which is basically a fancy word that combines mechanical capabilities, electronics, electrical, pneumatics, hydraulics, um, all of those applications when they're integrated leads to automation and robotics. So mechatronics technicians, along with welders, machinists, and electricians. And 80% of our program is delivered in the lab, 20% in the classroom, so it's really hands-on learning. And um, we are right now available to train between 300 and 400 students every year. I um, mean, we just had 50 students graduate uh, on May 15th. So when I say graduate, basically they completed their two-year program or their one-year program. Uh, so we were very excited about that and we're excited to uh, keep ramping up and enrolling and recruiting new students to fill these technical jobs of the future. And before we started recording, you and I were talking about the Buffalo Niagara Manufacturers Alliance survey um, throughout COVID that said, you know, 80% of manufacturers continued to work at, at some capacity. Um, a big initiative of Northland or kind of the impetus for its existence is trying to get people interested in those careers. Do you think seeing how essential those positions are to our day-to-day -day life and how, you know, while they were impacted, they, you know, kept working through this, is there any argument to folks coming out of high school that, you know, is, is maybe strengthened in a way that this is a viable career path for you, something you should look into? I think it can be. Um, I think that, you know, manufacturing is the backbone of the United States economy. It provides a ton of opportunity um, in terms of number of jobs um, that pay family sustainable wages, average salaries in production um, under, in advanced manufacturing is about $48,000 a year. Overall, average salaries are about $65,000, $70,000 a year, which is a great salary. And they require um, 21st century skills. So you have to have the technical capability to work in aerospace, to work in automotive, to work in medical uh, manufacturing, food processing manufacturing. So I think this will provide us with a, a platform to really demonstrate really how important and critical manufacturing is to the everyday lives of Americans and, and people throughout the world. So um, of course we'll have to come up with a, a way to frame and position um, so that the the platform would resonate to young people. Uh, but at the end of the day, if you love critical thinking, if you love problem solving, if you love working with your hands, um, if you love making a difference in society, um, manufacturing and energy are definitely two industries that young people should consider. So you got 50 graduating students this past semester. Uh, how many people do you have registered in the fall? And Obviously, there needs to be contingency plans as we're not, you know, kind of sure what that'll look like, but it seems you're prepared for distance learning as you, you kind of did it this semester. Yeah, so um, our goal this um, fall is 172 students. Uh, so we'll have 172 new students and about 120 returning students. So we'll have between 290 to 310 uh, students altogether this upcoming fall. We're also launching a summer youth academy on July 20th. So we'll have 100 Buffalo Public School 
juniors and seniors participating in a four-week internship program in partnership uh, with the mayor's summer internship program. So we will, this upcoming fiscal year, July 1, have more than 400 students in the whole pipeline um, enrolled and participating in some form and fashion at Northland. And what's been interesting is uh, we actually have a waiting list for our electrical program. So waiting list for the electrical program. We're still recruiting for the machining program, and the welding program, but I anticipate that they will be full. So to answer your question specifically, 172 new students, 120 returning students, and we'll have 100 uh, students participating in our Summer Youth Academy. So the pipeline is there. Um, I think people realize that these jobs are stable. Um, they provide great um, upward mobility in terms of getting a skill set earning an entry-level wage, and then moving up to those $70,000, $90,000 a year position. So we're very excited about where we're at so far. And Northland is responsive to the needs of the you know, private sector, private industry, uh, job demands. So you, know, you have that group of graduating students, and I believe you have a class before that. How has kind of placement in career been for you guys and those folks at actually landing jobs? So um, 88% of the uh, students that have graduated so far, and it's, it's a small sample size, right? right. So I want to keep everything in perspective. Uh, we've, we started in 2018. Before the 50 graduated, we had 37 students graduate the previous semester. And 88% um, of them are placed in employment opportunities, making average salaries of $35,000 a year. So we're very excited about the placement and our overall strategy of recruit, support, graduate, and place students in jobs. We're very excited about it. 88% is a strong number so far. Um, of course, we would love for it to be 100%. Uh, and we're still working very, very hard to place uh, students in jobs. And I have to say, even in the COVID environment, there are jobs out there. We're, we're working, we just established a partnership with Remedy Intelligence Staffing that can provide matchmaking services for um, manufacturers and energy sector employers looking to find that blue squirrel, which is a term in workforce development, the perfect candidate. So we're working with Remedy to assist us with that. But we also are launching a sponsorship program that will allow employers and businesses to have access to Northland students. So uh, things are going pretty good so far. Right. And this early on, it's a, it's a proof of concept and a, a validation of kind of the investment that the state and, and community has made in you guys. Definitely. And we project right now um, with our first group of graduates placed in employment, uh, it was like 28 out of 30, no, 28 out of 34 placed in employment, uh, average salaries of $35,000 a year. That has the potential to have an economic impact of about $4 million if you um, calculate their wages and the number of hours that they work annually. And that's only going to get bigger, bigger, bigger and bigger, much higher and, and, and more of an impact as we continue to graduate students. Right. So I know you relocated to Buffalo in, was it 2017 or 2018 for this Correct. opportunity? Yes. Uh, relocated from Cincinnati, Ohio to uh, Buffalo, New York, and uh, things have been going great so far. Yeah. So I wanted to get your perspective as someone that's new to the community, but also now, uh, you know, an established leader within it. How is that transition and and what have you learned or gleaned about this community from living here the past two three years 
what I've gleaned from this community uh, from living here the past three, two to three years is that this really is the city of good neighbors. Um, I recently lo relocated and, well not relocated, I purchased a house. So the first two years I was living in an apartment. I had a loft in downtown then I had an apartment in, in the suburb. Then I just bought me a house and it's really the city of good neighbors. Our neighbors are so friendly and welcoming to me personally and to my wife. And even working in at Northland Workforce Training Center, I talked about the collaborative and comprehensive strategy with multiple partners, including Invest uh, Buffalo Niagara, partnership, the Buffalo Niagara Manufacturing Alliance, the SUNY Institution, SUNY Erie College, um, some nonprofit organizations, Buffalo Urban League, Catholic Charities, Goodwill Industries, our industry association, Buffalo Niagara Manufacturing Alliance. Everybody wanted to work together to ensure that this project was successful because of the transformational impact that we could have. The impact on building a pipeline of technically skilled workers to fill employment opportunities, but also the impact of creating access to opportunities for all Western New Yorkers, including Eastside residents, low-income residents, the minority population, women, providing them with access to opportunities to generate family sustainable wage jobs. It's been really transformative. And um, I'm really thankful and grateful and humble to be a part of this whole project. And, you know, obviously doesn't need to be said again, but times are, you know, uncertain right now. And, and there's been quite a bit of turbulence over the last few months. Um, but you have kind of a unique view. What makes you optimistic for, for our future? What makes me optimistic for the future is that uh, we have overcome challenging times before, right? Um, as a country, we have evolved over time. And are we perfect? No, we're not. But the only thing that we can do is to keep working together in, a, in the spirit of, of honesty, of trust, of good neighbors to continue to, to get better and, and continue to um, level the playing field so that all Americans, so that all people can achieve whatever their life's goals are. So uh, that's what really makes me optimistic. And I'm a, I'm a living example of that. Um, as an African-American man um, living in the United States, I've had to deal with some challenges myself. However, I was able to overcome with the assistance of the people who laid the foundation before me, as well as of other people who want to create a, a, a nation where everybody can benefit. Right. And you obviously interact with a lot of students in the center, um, you know, and a, a lot of those people, you know, are minorities or live on the east side, women that maybe haven't felt as included in the manufacturing industry before. Uh, how have those conversations been? And I know you, you know, are a guy that appreciates like FaceTime with people. And anytime you've given me a tour of the center, we're always stopping to talk to students. So how have those conversations been for you? They have been rewarding because I feel like I can um, partake some of my knowledge, my experience um, to some of our students as well as to some of our business partners because it's no secret that the manufacturing sector and the energy sector, you know, the diversity within those sectors, especially in the production floor, um, is less than 20%, less than 5% for, for women. And I don't think it's intentional. Um, 
oftentimes businesses rely on the, the previous sources that they use to recruit. Uh, but those sources have now dried up and they have to look at other alternatives. So they are open to recruiting minorities, supporting minorities, hiring women, creating a, a, an inclusive workplace. And it's rewarding for me to be a part of those conversations. And I think as long as we you know, continue to be open-minded and um, try to work together, I think we'll eventually get there. Thank you so much for your time today. You have already done our blizzard round before, so I, I mocked up two new questions for you that we can end on. I'm going to okay. give you a, kind of a chance to redeem yourself from the first episode. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Uh, what I'm you, nervous now. <laughs> you've, you've been living here for about three years, Cincinnati Bengals or Buffalo Bills? Who day for life, Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> you excited about Joe Burrow? Extremely excited about Joe Burrow. Last year was very painful, two and fourteen, but uh, when I realized that we're going to get Joe Burrow, it was all worth it. But I have to say, the Bills are my second team, so I, I root for the Bills. And in the playoffs, I, I, had, I, were, I was behind them one hundred percent. Yeah, and we're linked with the Andy Dalton pass that that our drought. So I'll take it. And then um, now that you've been here for a while, what's your favorite place to get wings at? Wow, that is interesting. So, a uh, place, Brick Oven Pizza on Grand Island. Really? Okay. Yes, that's my favorite. You know, I've tried uh, the other two main uh, <laughs> providers of wings, along with some others. And right now, it's Brick Oven Pizza on Grand Island. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time and, and all the work you're doing for our community. I know everybody's really proud and, uh, you know, impressed of the progress at Northland so far. Thank you. And thank you for having me. And thank you guys for all that you do at Invest Buffalo Niagara. Bell Ringer is a podcast by Invest Buffalo Niagara, the region's privately funded nonprofit marketing and economic development organization. Please rate this podcast, follow our social media channels, and read our blog at buffaloniagara.org for the best of Buffalo Niagara. Come grow your business with us.